0: Welcome to Real to Real with Michelle and Peter. Hi, John. How are you tonight?
1: I am fantastic. Um, how are you guys? Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, we're we're good. We're a little chilly here in Syracuse tonight. It's a little bit of snow
2: 60 it's 15 it's yeah. 50 it's 20 it's rain it's snow it's sunshine I, uh,
1: so, ugh, so then you guys you guys don't want to hear about my 76 degrees in dallas i guess and oh i
0: do i want to live vicariously through it
1: <laughs> there, i actually like there that you more. Go. hearing
2: about how nice the weather is in dallas has to be better than being there because don't you guys have bugs the size of
1: fists um yeah you know what it's funny because like i used to have a i used to have a harley for a while and i'll never forget i was riding home and there there's there, there's so many different bugs we we have a lot of these june bugs and they're like the size of a quarter sometimes mm-hmm. and like when they hit you like if you're on your bike or riding <laughs> a motorcycle it feels like someone just threw a rocket at you and <laughs> and those trust me those things are not comfortable that's for sure
2: no anything that big with wings i i can't deal with Like big bugs, at least when they're on the ground are fine because they're over there. But when they have flight, then they're three dimensional and they're in your face and they're the worst.
0: I don't know. I've seen some pretty fast spiders. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to kill you. (laughs) Like You live there. I'm here. Spider bro. (laughs) Right.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: If it invades, it's all over, though.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: John, why don't you tell Peter, myself and our listeners a little bit about yourself to start with?
1: Okay, well, um, as you know, when we talked prior to, um, I am—I uh, consider myself a little bit of a New Yorker, growing up in Skinny Atlas mm-hmm. in Auburn. Um, went oh, to Skinny right Atlas high school, yeah. Went to Skinny Atlas high school and loved it. Um, and then I moved out to Oregon. My it was like my sophomore year, um, but love Skinny Atlas, love Auburn. Um, and then, um, basically, uh, you know, I got into, um, acting at a late age at 50. Um, I'm 58 now and, um, have really kind of just, um, got myself into, um, doing a lot of independent films as an independent film director, writer, um, and, uh, actor. So it's, it's, it's kind of been, um, it's been it's been tough at times, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, um, when you get pushed, you want to, you know, or you get knocked down, you want to pick yourself back up. Um, and, you know, being in this business, it's, it's, it's a business where, you know, um, Liam Neeson said once on, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, he said, you know, 95 percent of the actors, they are unemployed because if they're not working, they're not you know, they're not getting paid. So, um, but it's, 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 it's a great business, you know, uh, these past, you know, um, eight years that I've been, I've been doing it. I've loved it um, from the writing aspect to the acting aspect, Um, you know, so it's, 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 you know, I couldn't be happier, to be honest with you.
0: That's amazing. Now, the, the short, like you said that you had, what was it? 17 short films?
1: Yeah. 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 I've writ- I've written let's see uh yeah 17 so far and two screenplays and then I'm taking um if if you go to my website which is uh, jdafilm.com I did a uh short film called uh Family Matter and we're actually taking that and turning that into a um turning that into a full length feature as well
0: amazing so that's number
1: 3 yeah and then um so with two screenplays down and then I've got um like three actual full-length feature films in the works as well and then we're we, I have a table read uh this coming Sunday for a short film that I'm really really excited about and then um, I've got a micro short which is uh, a short film which, um, and depending on where you know how they get classified micro short is anything generally under like five minutes or less sometimes it could be six sometimes the film festivals will even let you have a 10 minute micro short, but, you know, it's got to be under 10 minutes, whatever. But generally it's like a five minute window. And then uh, we're going to be shooting those both of those short films in May. So I'm excited about that as well.
0: Now, when we did speak prior, you did say something interesting about how you found a lot of your cast for your movies. You want to tell us a little bit about
1: that? Yeah, so when I when I when I first started getting into acting, you know, I I taken some acting classes in Dallas and and had some, you know, met met some incredible people. And then I um I had a friend of mine. She um she went and took this class and came back and said, Hey, you need to come check this guy out. He's awesome. And I went and audited his class and uh found out, you know, who it was. Um his name's Glenn Moorshower, he's a working actor. Um, he's been in the resident, he's been in Ozarks. He was on 24. He's, he's every general you see. He's, um, been in every, he's been the general in every Transformers movie, just a, just a phenomenal person. Um, and not just from the acting, acting aspect of it, but I, you know, I really learned so much from him and, you know, um, he kind of get, he was the one who got me started in writing. Cause when, you know, when you start to, When you go to an acting class, a lot of times they give you a script and like, all right, you guys are going to be partners. You guys will give you time to go over it. And then you guys can either cold read it or, you know, um, you'll prepare for a week or whatever and then come back and then perform your scene. Um, But what I what I started doing is I started noticing, you know, these incredible actors who are in my class. And it's just like I have never, ever held a audition for any one of my films it's because I, I, you know, I, I would go to my class and I like, Hey, you know what? Um, I've got a, a role for you. Would you be interested in playing playing it? And you know, everyone would be like, yes, absolutely. Cause it's like, you know, we're all, we're all trying to work on our trade, you know? And it's just like, you know, if you're not getting booked and you're not, you know, your agents, you know, maybe it's slow or something, you know, it's something you still want to work on. And that's one of the other things too is, is that, you know, even you know, being in this business for eight years, I'm still very, very green, you know, and I'm learning every day. And one of the things someone had asked me, you know, I was on a, another show and they said, you know, what what do you tell people? I said, you know, if you're not getting stuff and especially I get, you know, at my age, the older you get, they're not very often. They're going to be like, hey, you know, we want, you know, a 58 year old guy to play a lifeguard or whatever. You know, it's just it's kind of like, you know, hey, you can play grandpa, you can play a dad, whatever, which is totally cool. There are
2: movies but, like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are. I, I will give you that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but one of the things, and like when I was talking uh, with Michelle, I said the thing with this is, you know, I just, I encourage people to just go out and write stuff, write stuff, put something on paper, come up with your own script, film it, whether you want to make it a short film or not, or do a scene. But even for like a lot of, you know, up and coming actors that want that want to get into business, you know, Agents are going to want to see what you have or what you've done. And if you haven't done anything, you know, write a couple scenes, maybe they're 30 seconds, you know, do like three or four different scenes of 30 seconds or 45 seconds. And then all of a sudden you've got a demo reel you can actually show to an agent say, Hey, look, you know, I haven't booked anything, but here's some of the stuff that I wrote or a friend of mine wrote and we shot it because that's what, you know, a lot of a lot of my friends have done um and then what i did when i would just shoot my short film so just like you know all right i need footage and you know um i, I would take stuff you know scenes that i like and, and create that into um to my demo reels
0: it's amazing now what do you record on when you're making them do you have like a fancy camera
1: um I, you fancy. know what I- <laughs> I can't I fancy. Some are um, really fancy. <laughs> they Oh, they are. Um, but you know what? Being Again, being green in the business, like mm-hmm. my production company is, you know, because people are like, oh, you know, how big's your production company? I said, it's a production company of two. I said, I have, it's myself who, you know, does the writing and the directing aspect a- a- aspect of it. And then I have a friend of mine who does all my production work. Um, and he, and he's got so many different cameras. I can't tell you which ones are which. And then I have another friend of mine who's one of the probably one of the funniest actors I've ever been around um, where we we actually shot a, um, a short film called A Date for Dad, which is based off of a, a young girl whose who's mom left her at birth and her father raised her. And she and her best friend decide to get on a website, create a, a website and or uh, get on a dating uh, website and find a dad for or find a date for her dad and you know, I had written it, but then when, when the cast came in and I said, look, here's, a, here, I know all you guys, I said, if you guys want to use anything improv, just go ahead. And probably, I'd probably say like 60 to 70% of when they were being interviewed, it was all improv. And this friend of mine, he had it, he had us laughing so hard, literally where they, I had to leave the room because like, John, we can hear you laughing. We can still hear you laugh. We can still hear you laugh, <laughs> still hear you laugh because he was just I mean, it's it, it's you know, it's like when you start laughing and your your jaw hurts so much yeah. and you got tears coming down your eye. I mean, he, he's just so talented, and and he's put out some incredible short films as well. Um, and he's actually working on two projects with me. Um, but like from it, like again, from a camera aspect, they they've got all different ones, you know. And I know they're expensive because they're like nobody don't walk in this general area, nobody touch the camera, no, you know, and um, and you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, they, 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 they do outstanding work. They really, really do.
2: John, I'm curious, you've been doing it for eight years. Mm-hmm. So you had a life or two before you even started acting. Was it something you'd always wanted to do? Or was it just you needed a change? And you, you said, you know what, I, I could do this. Or had you always in the back of your head thought that, that it was something you wanted to do?
1: You know it, it 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 always was back there but I think it was it was it really came came to me more when I was and this is kind of a crazy story I was when the original Rocky came out we were I was actually my dad and with our family we were at a, a at a theater in Auburn, New York and I'm watching it you know as a, as a young kid and I'm sitting there and I'm driving home and it might we're driving home I'm like man I want to do that I mean, you know, I, that would be like the greatest thing because like to me, that's that's my favorite movie of all time. The original rock.
0: That's a great movie.
1: And and so, you know, it, it was one of those things. And then it kind of, you know, then then, you know, I went to school and, and got a, um get a degree in broadcasting and speech communications. I'm like, maybe I want to be a broadcaster cause being a big sports guy and and um, you yeah, a big fan of sports. Um, But then um, when I came to Dallas in 85, it's probably like mid nineties, I had joined an improv comedy troupe by the name of comedy sports. And they have, they're, they're, they're throughout the United States. They have like different, you know, chapters and stuff and really enjoyed that. Then when I, you know, ended up getting married and, and um, my wife was, um, she worked from home and me being a school, (coughs) excuse me, school teacher you know, during the summer, like I got up one morning, and I said, Hey, honey, let's, let's get an early feature. You know, we'll get a good break. We won't have to pay full price and we'll go to the movies. It's like 1030 show. And she just looked at me and she said, I'm working. You need to find <laughs> something to do. So, and she's just like, you know, you always wanted to, to to act. Why don't you go back to acting or, you know, get, take some acting classes. And that's when I kind of started when I was 50. And then just, you know, it just kind of took after that. And it was just, you know, it's like I said, it was always something I wanted to do. <coughs> but, you know, as always, you get sidetracked. But then once I started to really do it, I knew it was it was it was it was not just something that I love to do, but it was a passion. Um, and and for me, like when I write and I tell my stories, it's it's to me, it's an art, you know, it's just like I want people to be moved by my films. You know, if they laugh, if they cry, if they walk out of there and they make, you know, it makes them think about something or they can relate to that or something like that. Um, because I, I had a friend of mine and he's just like, you know, with one of my screenplays that I'd written that I'm, I'm very passionate about and, and, and pitching right now um, by the name of Walter, um, his whole thing was, you know, well, what do you want to sell it for? How much do you want to sell it for? And I'm like, it's not to me, it's not, you know, it's not about how much money, because it's like, to me, it's an art, you know, I said, I said, there's only, there's, there's, there's three things I want, you know, or actually four things I want to happen with, with Walter, which is a, which is a family movie, which, you know, if you look at today's genre, there's not a lot of family movies, you know, at the theater, you know, I mean, you know, you have your, you have your superheroes and stuff, but something that, you know, that's, you know, you could take your three, your five, your eight, your 18 year old, your grandmother and grandparents do. And it's, and it's a feel good movie. And I said, you know, on my bucket list in the perfect world, I said, when I, when I, when I literally, when I literally wrote Walter, there was only one actor I had in mind to play the role. And that was Morgan Freeman. He's one of my favorite actors. He's always been one of my favorite actors. Um, So Morgan, if you're listening to this podcast, I've got a role for you. (laughs) And I said, you're going to not, you know, you will make my dreams come true. And then of course being, I mean, um, and then, uh, I li- Like I said, I literally had three characters that I wanted to play. I had Walter um, being played by Morgan Freeman. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ed Burns. Yes. He's one of my favorite actors, too. He was Brothers McMillan and um, Saving Private Ryan. And he's just, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I was, she's the, the
0: one. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's been, he, I actually, he was great. Like, he was a direct, he directs as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like he's, he's I love phenomenal. the brothers McMullen. That is like such a, that's a classic to me. Yeah. They wrote
1: and directed that. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he's, he's, he's so great. And then um, there's a, there's a small role for a neighbor and um, I want that to be played by Helen Mirren just because it's Helen Mirren. And, and I mean, Helen Mirren's Helen Mirren. So it's just like, Absolutely. and I, and I was just telling my buddy, but you know, like for me, you know, going back to, you know, the whole, whole thing it's 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 an art and it's just like it's something I love to do and I'm very very passionate about I'm passionate about the stories that I write and even when I act but um it it had always been a part of me you know I mean I remember the first thing I did when I was when I was very very young um in Chicago I did an ad for space sticks and now space sticks were it looked like a tootsie roll but it was like what the astronauts were taking to the moon Cause I was, let's see what 64. So I was six. So it's like 1970. I think we shot that with your, or actually it was an ad that went in the paper, but um, they tasted like Tootsie Rolls. But, you know, even then I, you know, I enjoyed being in front of the camera kind of thing. And and if it took me 44 more years before I could actually start to do that, I'm okay with that.
0: That's great though.
1: You got a degree in
2: broadcasting, um, but you became a teacher.
1: Yeah. Speech communications and a minor in broadcasting and, um, kind of fell into the teacher aspect of it. Love it. Um, started, you know, started coaching and, and, um, doing all that stuff. Cause I'm, I, I basically teach kindergarten through eighth grade. And, um, you know, it's, 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 I've been doing that for 26 and a half years. Wow. Um, and, and it's just like, for me, I know, I know when you're, when you're, when you've been there a long time, it's like when you have a kindergartner and then their kids are now at your school. <laughs> and, and like I've been here way too long, but no, it, it's, I, I've loved it. it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, one, one of, one of my friends who's, a t- um, who thought about teaching, he always asks, he's just like, well, do you have any bad kids, you know, in your class or in my school? I said, you know what? There, there aren't any bad kids. They, there are bad days. You know, kids have bad days, just like we have bad days. You know, you don't know what's going on at home with them or you know what they're you know what they're you know if they're getting what's happening at school if they're stressed out I mean sure. you know it's, it's it's a great job and like I said you know if I didn't love it as much as I did do you know I, 26 years wouldn't be on the books for me there so Fair.
0: do any of the of your students do they inspire any of the characters that you write especially with like your family geared film um, that you're working on
1: yeah. You know, it's funny because when I when I had written Walter, this was a couple of years ago, um, one of my some of our students there, they, they were doing a, a play just just outside of Dallas and, and, and at, at a theater. And they're like, you know, hey, you know, um, coach, would you come watch our play? And I'm like, sure. So I went in and, and it was they did like a it was like the Lion King Jr. And they were the kids were phenomenal. They had a great cast and everything. And then I'm sitting there and my wife just sees like, I've got this huge smile on my face. And she's like, what are you doing? I mean, and I, what, what, what's going on? I go, because I, there, was, there was a student that I had in my class and he went to our school and I just looked, I, you know, I was watching him and he was fantastic. And I just told my wife, I said, that's the boy I want to play the role of, uh, you know, in, in this film. And then I'm like going through the stuff going, on. if it's going to be independent and I've got to like, you know, I'm not going to, it doesn't work out where I get, you know, the, the, the megas, you know, the people I want in it. I'm like going, okay, that person's great. That kid's great. That kid's great. You know, and, you know, um, so, I mean, th- you know, there, there are sometimes, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Cause like, you know, if I do a commercial or something and I don't see it, I'll have kids come in the next day. Coach, we saw you on TV. I'm like, you did <laughs> yeah, you were running. And I said, oh, I said, I haven't even seen it yet. Or you were painting a fence or, or any of that stuff. Because, you know, I've done some commercials for um, Ready Seal, which is a wood and stain um, uh, product and um, shot several commercials for them. Um, had a fantastic time working with them. And, and you know, they, they were airing and um, did a commercial for Ambetter, which was kind of, which was a blast. We shot it down in Austin. And I didn't know I, at that time, I didn't know that it was going to be like shown everywhere because I had a friend of mine who lives in Florida and he Texas, you know, on his text, he's got a picture of the commercial on his TV. He's like, <laughs> I just, you were just on my TV. And I'm like, uh, it's in Florida. Oh my God, this is fantastic. So that's John. That's great. though. His message was, you need to call me right away because I got to ask you something. <laughs> and then so I called him. And he goes, I swear to God, you were just on my TV. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because were you running down a street? I go, I said I was. But like, <laughs> and when that aired here in Dallas, a lot of my kids thought it was like a T-Mobile commercial because there was a pink van in it and so forth. And, and they're like, coach, you, we saw you on T-Mobile. I go, no, that was that was an insurance company. <laughs> and it was funny because just the other day I had a student, she comes in and she was, so uh, coach, how's that insurance uh, working for you now that you're a lot older? And I said, (laughs) I said, said, real funny. I said, but it's, I said it was a lot of fun to shoot. So um, I, you know, they, they get a kick out of it. I think, you know, seeing their, their teacher, their coach on TV. So
0: now when it comes to your films and being independent films, how do you come up with funds for them? Like a, a, how do you decide upon the budget itself? Because depending on what it is, I'm sure that it's got to be like bigger than you want it to be. But I do like, do you do any crowdfunding or anything
1: to so, get them? No. So, so here's the thing every film I've done, um, all 15 of them. And then, like I, like I said, I've got two that we're working on Get Ready to, I've all funded myself. Okay. The most, I mean, the most expensive film I put out is about $2,500, 3000 And like the first film I made, it was like $500. It was called a gift. And um, I had a friend of mine that was actually based off of a scene we did in class. He watched it. He's just like, we can make this a film. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He he, he said, you got a middle, or you got a beginning, you got a middle and you got an end. Because if you want me to direct it, I will. I'm like, yeah, let's direct it. So he directed it, did a great job. Um, And then he got me, you know, to start, Submitting it to film festivals and and did you know fairly well on film festivals and stuff like that. But you know again, it's just like I I don't have I don't have the budget you know to go out and and you know hey twenty five thousand dollars for a short film or fifty thousand. So it's just like you know but but the people I work with that you know we're we're all we're all we all have the same goal whether they're you know camera guy or producer director you know a sound guy, whatever. It's just like, we, we want to put something out that's, that has quality and, you know, you know, knock on wood, you know, we we've been blessed to put together, you know, a run of some films that have done well in film festivals and it's not costing us, you know, 10, $15,000. I mean, like, I mean, I don't have $10,000 to put on, you know, every single movie that I do and and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like, um, you know, I do what I can and, and, um, you know, we, we, we go to work and just kind of, you know, have fun with it. And again, it's our passion, you know, we, you know, we'd love to, you know, make a feature film or, you know, um, you know, any, any, and you know, with, 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 with funds, but, you know, like right now, it's, it's just, it's just, it's come straight from straight from me. Um, and I guess, you know, like with Walter, someone asked me, what do you think it would cost to make Walter? And I'm like, you know, I don't know, you know, with, with, with those three and, you know, with cast casting, whatever I said, I don't know what it would be, but um, you know, I, I've submitted it to a couple of production companies, one, one in Los Angeles, they, they wanted to read it and I sent it to them. I haven't heard anything back from them, which, which sometimes happens because it's like, sometimes they'll, they'll read it, you know, and then it gets on a, gets put on a shelf or maybe, you know, they, you know, maybe if the genre changes and I, hey, you know, maybe we need a, a family film to, you know, maybe look at or something, but um, yeah, I mean, everything for me has just been really just self-funding. Where
2: do the movies go after, after the film festivals? So they go to the film festivals, right. Um, you get feedback and whatnot. And then what do you do with them?
1: Um, then, you know, it, it's like most of mine, they kind of just, um, uh, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll put them on, um, the website or, um, I'll, you know, um, put them on Facebook where they can watch them. Um, and I, and I do have some friends where, you know, um, that you can put them on Amazon. I mean, cause it, you know, doesn't cost anything. Um, so there's films there actually on my website. Um, I put one of my films that I wrote called my favorite song, which is a micro short. It's about six minutes. And, And that's on, on my website. So, I mean, if people want to, you know, watch that, it's, it's, it's um, I shot that with a really, really good friend of mine. Um, She's an amazing actress. And, um, you know, that, 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 that film has done really, really well in festivals as well. But, you know, again, I mean, YouTube, um, Amazon, Facebook, you know, um, put them on my own website. Do you charge at all for the films or they're free to, to watch on the website? No, like, yeah. Well, it's like, it's funny. Cause like I have a friend of mine, he put his on, um, he put his on, I think it was Amazon or something. And he charges like a dollar and, you know, cause he's just like, you know, like for me, um, I don't, I don't charge anything. Cause I mean, like I said, I, I want people just to go and, and watch it and maybe if they see it and they go, wait a minute, you know, that was a good film. We like that. And, And then when Walter comes out and they go, wait, Morgan Freeman and Helen Mirren and, and Ed (laughs) Burns and Walter, that's that guy whose movie we saw that was for free, you know, years ago. Um, But uh, yeah, I just, you know, like I said, for me, it's an art and um, you know, it's, it's not, you know, I mean, of course everybody wants to get paid. Everybody, you know, you'd love to have somebody buy your script, but again, if it was, you know, just to be made and, and so forth and people enjoyed it, that's, 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 that's big enough for me.
2: So everything right now is available at JD, JDA, dot
1: Yeah. 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 Now, not all the films are on there. The only film that the actual film that's on there is a micro short, which is called um, my favorite song, but there's um, on there. There's a list of all my projects um, kind of okay. gives a little blurb about each one. And then it's also got some, you know, of course, demo reel, commercial reel. Um, and then it's actually has clips from various movies that I did. That are on you said you've got stuff
2: on youtube as well are there links on the website no not, no
1: i i don't personally oh, i don't have it gotcha. yeah but but a lot a lot of people have put stuff on youtube yeah sure
2: okay i misunderstood yeah. Yeah. no that's that's exciting do you do you ever just sell the scripts or give the scripts to people to make or does everything you write you want
1: to make yourself um, well, like Walter, I want to get in the right hands because, you know, I, I want to have a, a big production company take over that just, you know, I want to just sit back on the set and just kind of watch and make it come to life and, and, you know, have this huge smile on my face and, that's awesome. um, but, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, right now it's just, um, you know, it's just, it's most of the stuff that, that, that I've done it, you know, that I've, it, it's, it's, I've, I, I've written it and then I went ahead and filmed it. So, well. Cool
0: now do you find that you do most of your filming on summer vacation or do you actually Um, do it while you're still in the school year itself
1: yeah no i mean it it really kind of depends like the family matter we shot um we shot october november i think it was um you know some most of the times we will try to shoot during the summer times but you know again in texas and you know we want if you know like a family matter is based off of a a mob boss trying to get revenge for the loss of his daughter so you know wearing suits and stuff when it's 110 at night in Dallas can be really really (laughs) tough so it's like you know we ended ended up shooting I can't think I want to say it was maybe October and it was just like freezing and which was like a rarity but um yeah I mean you know it's mostly weekend stuff um because you know everybody has day jobs and and um You know, um, and then if not, um, you know, if we if we've got to do some pickups here and there, we'll do them, you know, on a weeknight or something like that, if if necessary. But then, of course, summertime, you know, is like a great time to, you know, crank out as many films as we can.
0: Sure. Does your wife go with you when you film or does she wait to see the finished product?
1: Oh, my wife. Well, um, (laughs) let me tell you about my wife. (laughs) She is. She is by far my biggest supporter. She's my biggest fan. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for her. I love um, that. But at the same time, when I write, and you know, I tell people this because I teach PE, I'm not like the best speller at times. My grammar may not always be right. So when I first wrote Walter, and I, I handed in the script to her, and it, you know, I said, "All right, honey, it's time to read this." And she was all right, I'll, I, she said, I'll read. I'll read some tonight, and I'll read some tomorrow. So she's literally in. And she was. She was. She was in bed reading it, and and she's in there reading, and it was like, you know, nine o'clock. I go in like at ten thirty, thinking she's going to be like halfway through, because I said, you know, if you see anything, and I, I, you need to mark up, whatever, mark up. <laughs> and then she, I walk in, and she goes, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Wait, well, what do you mean?" She goes, "I go, what page are you on? Do you like it?" She goes. I'm on page four. There are so many typos. There are so many words. She's like, honey, you don't use this word, this word. And ever since then, it's just like, I, she's kind of like my editor where she comes in. I'm like, honey, how does this sound? How does this sound? So, you know, when she, when she, when she read the first Walter and I went back, I'm like, okay, there's going to be a ton of rewrites on this one. (laughs) Um, but you know, it, you know, that's kind of like our, our running joke, but she's, um, you know, she always reads my stuff. Um, the first comedy I ever wrote was called swimmers. And, um, it was based off of, again, a scene that I did in class. Um, it's a dark comedy. I'll send you guys a link. You guys can watch it. Let me know what you think. Please. Absolutely. Um, and, um, we had a Christmas party for our acting class and, you know, a good friend of mine who does all my production work, he's like, great way to see if people like your movies or even in comedy is if you're in a room with you know people and see if they laugh you know see if they you know if they enjoy it so we go to the Christmas party and um you know some of the actors who were there were in it and you know it it was just a big acting class party that we would have every year and had just would have a blast and so we're showing the film and right before it starts my wife's like are you nervous I said I am petrified because you know if you write a comedy and nobody laughs that's, you know, you don't, you don't want that, you know, and that's the <laughs> worst thing that, you know, that's, that's literally the worst thing anybody could want. It's like, Hey, what was that? Was that a comedy? Because nobody laughed. Yeah, I know it was a drama. But, um, <laughs> but so what, you know, it was a comedy. And the, the thing that is, 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 you know, being a dark comedy, it has to, you know, it's, it's just, and, and I get it. Some people may not get it. Some people may like it, whatever. Um, but when it was all said and done, you know, everyone had really, really enjoyed it. They were laughing a ton, and even my acting coach, Glenn Warshauer, he said, um, "He goes, that might be one of the funniest short films that I've ever seen." And which, which just made—I mean, it—it it was just like one of the greatest compliments. I was just like very honored and very humble. And um, I, you know, I, I still have some friends today where it's just like we did a, a fundraiser. Um, at a theater, raise some money for a charitable foundation, and I rented out the theater, and um, didn't ask anybody to pay for anything. We were just taking donations, and ended up raising like three thousand um, dollars. And the theater was packed, and was just basically, yeah, you know, I showed like three films. Some of my other actors' friends we who did films, we we did like a little showcase, and. Um, you know, we, we we showed it there as well, and showed a whole bunch of other films, and um, it it was just it was it was it was a lot of fun. But um comedy, man, comedy is is like for me one of the toughest things for me to write. Truly, truly is. John, what was the charity you said? It was it was the name of the charity was um, it was called One Million for Anna. It was a foundation um, um, for childhood cancer. It was a student of mine who I. I had coached um and she uh passed away her senior year in high school from cancer and her parent her parents were just were just outstanding just amazing people and they started this foundation and um they had they they had you know run this foundation um for several several years and now it's um um I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think the foundation is still up, but, but there's still donations that can be made, um, for Ewing sarcoma, which is a child, child cancer is what is what she had. And it was just, you know, um, the stuff that these, these parents did were just, just, just outstanding. And, and I had asked them if there's any way that I can help, you know, and I said, you know, I met with them. I said, what if, you know, I get my friends, we, we all do like a little, um, showcase of short films and stuff like that and, um, they're like, absolutely. So they, you know, they worked with me on it and we put it together. and Like I said, the theater was sold out. People were making donations left and right. And, you know, we were able to raise, you know, um, I think it was like 3000 or a little over $3,000 for her, That's charity, awesome. which was, That's you know, great. so, which was, yeah. So, <laughs> and, 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 it was, it was kind of, um, one of the things was when I when I walked in, to my acting class one day, we had a there was another guy he, who who um who was sitting there, a young guy, and I always wear my bracelet. Um, I have a one million for Anna bracelet that I always wear, and he and he comes over and he looks at it and he's just like, "Is that a one million for Anna bracelet?" I said, "Yeah, it is." I said, "Why?" He's just like, um, "Because I was one of the first scholarship recipients because they, because what they did they was raise money for kids with cancer for college scholarships." And cause when I'm looking, I'm like going, you know, like when you see somebody go, man, I know him, but how do I know him? Yeah. And then we, and we just became the best of friends. And he actually just, he, he got the writing bug and, and put out his first film. Um, It was a I comedy. Mean, it was, it was hysterical. Um, So it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's really kind of, it's kind of uh, wild how, you know, things go full circle and you, and you, and you meet people and, Crazy. and how people are tied into each other and stuff like that. So
2: yeah that's
1: yeah really, that's amazing
2: have you guys worked on a few projects together Hmm. um
1: he he was in he was in my um my movie um uh a family matter about about the mob and um he he, he did a phenomenal job and um you know so it's just uh he, you know it's just again, you, you know, you you meet, you, you meet these great people and you, you want to surround yourself with these great people, you know, because the the sure. one thing in, in Glenn's class, is, you know, there's nobody in there with an ego there. Nobody walks in and say, you know, Hey, I'm better than everybody in this class. It's every, everybody wants to help everybody else, you know um, you know, as an actor, if you and I are doing a scene, my scene is to help you, your scenes to help me, you know, and it's just, and, and that's how it was. And, and that's why, you know, when, when he would come up with, you know, it's, it's the extra mile families. Yeah. Because we were all family, you know, everybody looks out for each other. Everybody supports each other. Everybody helps each other out. Um, and it, and it's one big family and, um, you know, it, kind of really, it kind of, kind of, um, stunk when, when COVID hit, because then everything went to like virtual and we, you know, doing online classes, which are still great. It just, you miss the camaraderie of being in a class with everybody. The energy. You know, and seeing everybody in, per- yeah, the energy, seeing everybody in person, and and um, you know, he he's still doing his classes, and you know, he's doing a phenomenal job, and it's just, you know, like like for me, I I miss going in on Tuesday nights and seeing my Tuesday night group, and you know, having laughs with them, and you know, afterwards going out and have dinner or whatever the case may be. So sure, um, that that you know that that of course was 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 it was a was a big downfall.
2: Is there improv? as well or is it all strictly script reading and scene
1: um yeah and then like like for glenn's class it was it was um script reading you can write your own scripts um they do camera work um you know that you come in and they give you uh, your lines and you'd have you know a couple minutes to read them then we do on camera work and then you know we he would critique us um you know the thing it is it's just like you know when when you have when you have a working actor who knows the business and he's been doing it since, you know, he was like 17 years old and to be able to ask questions and, and, and hear how things are. And, you know, one of the things that he said that, that it to me is, you know, I, I, I couldn't agree more with his, you know, he goes, you know, that when people act, what they have to remember is that it's not a sprint it's a marathon because so many people go, Hey, I'm going to LA, I'm going to be a movie star. You know, I'm gonna become famous. You know, and it's like you know, if you can, if that works out for you, great. But the odds are, you know, it's probably gonna be a journey. And and I've had friends that have bolted to L.A. and have been there, you know, for a year or six months, and have come back. And then I still have friends that are out there, um, you know, that left here, and, and they're out there, and they're still grinding and doing stuff because that's their passion and that's their dream. And like within, it, you know, like with anything. You know, there's times, you know, you know, and of course, being in L.A., you know, it's very, very expensive to live, rent, everything else. So, you know, gas prices now, especially. So it's just like, you know, so you come home. But but Dallas is a great market, too. I mean, you know, you have your L.A. Atlanta is huge. Of course, you have your Chicago and your New York. But Dallas has, you know, has great film and 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 TV as well. You know, and and so it's just, you know, you don't actually have to go to L.A., you know, if you want to be an actor. Um, you know, but, you know, so many people have left and, and gone and it's, you know, Glensting was always like, you know, yes, you go, but understand that your first audition might not be, Hey, you know what? Okay. You're going to be a star in a sequel to the Sopranos and you're going to be the lead. And we're going to pay you this much money in a perfect world. Everybody, yeah. That'd be awesome. But the odds of that happening, you know, are, are, you know, maybe slim to none, but I don't know with, too- with every streaming
2: service that keeps popping up.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Like, yeah, there's not a shortage of content. There's really, yeah. Not. Well, and, and and that and that's a great point. And you know, the other thing too is is someone asked me, you know, do you do you? How do you feel like when you go to an audition and you don't you don't get it? It's just like for me, it's like, you know, in the Glenn teaches you go in, you do your job, you leave. Okay, you know, if they call you, great. If they don't, you can't let it affect you. But I think you know, in the beginning, it affects everybody. You know, it's just like I've had friends that are like. Man, I nailed this audition. They'll be calling me and then they don't call. And that's that's the thing, too. If, if you're okay with, you know, ha- having hearing the word no 95% of the time, but you're still passionate about it, things are going to happen. It's just going to take time. You know, it's like, you know, I've been doing it for eight years. You know, I've been fortunate to do, you know, some commercials, um, you know, a uh, couple TV shows, but nothing like, you know, yeah gigantic movie or anything yet but you know i'm just i'm just i'm, I'm patient and you know i you know you got to have that positive attitude and you know again if you're not getting stuff go create have fun with it who knows maybe someone you'll see a director will be at some short film go man you know what i need to find out who that actress was or who that actress or who wrote that you know i i might want to reach out to this person because we might have something for this person so you know just and just being optimistic because you know i mean you know, it's just, um, it's, it's a tough business, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a great business. It's such a great attitude.
0: It is. I mean, I also feel like you go in, you do your audition and you can nail it, but you just might not have the look they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But if they liked what you offered, I feel like they're going to keep you in mind for something else. They may have coming up that you would be perfect for. So I don't 100%. think. I absolutely love that you're so positive about because like any, any step, any audition is just, it, it's a stepping stone. Like yep. it's going to yep. put you on your path itself. Networking. So. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, it's all about networking. And it's exactly like you said that they, they might use you for something else mm-hmm. or, or, or create a character for you. Go, Hey, you know what? We love what you did. It's not who we want this guy to be, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make, write a character in for you. And I think Glenn had mentioned that too. Like he went in for an audition and he came, and he came up with this character, did it. And, and they ended up writing that character into the series, I think, oh. you know, where, or, or to the, or to, or to the movie where it was just mm-hmm. like, he came up with this and and they loved it so much. Um, And it's just like you said too, it's, it's, it, it, it's a look, you know, you go in, you kill it and, you know, it's just like, you know what? You're fantastic, but, you know, it's just not what we're looking for. You know, we want You're somebody younger or older. three inches too short. Exactly, yeah. You say that you know, and I just exactly. think The Simpsons, oh,
3: if either
2: of you, when they were uh, looking for Radioactive Man Sidekick, <laughs> you are perfect, is what I'd be saying to you if you were two inches taller.
1: Next. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah. I, I remember I went in audition for, sh- uh, for a movie in Oklahoma, and I went in and I, and I read, and when I got done, the casting director looked at me and he was just like, you know, that was really good. He goes, Why haven't I seen you before? And I'm like, that's a great question. Why <laughs> have you not seen why haven't you seen me before? And and he was great. And you know, the funny thing is, is that then he goes, Hey, would you mind be interested in reading for another role? And I'm like, Absolutely. So he goes, Well, how long do you need? I said, you know, five or ten minutes. He, you know, he went outside, the lights came back in. Was and it for he, a lifeguard? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, a lifeguard, but, you know, old lifeguard. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, uh, with the floaties on my arm, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I, on the nose. I ended, I ended up, I ended up not getting the part, but just, just driving home, my wife, you know, she calls me like, how was that? I said, it was fantastic. I said, you know what? I said, just because it's like, you like someone to, to you know, it's like, I kind of felt like I got noticed at one point. Cause he's like, you know, when he goes, why haven't I seen you before? And, you know, then I went and auditioned to him for again. And it was it was funny because the role was, there was a certain role they were looking for. And I knew it, like right when I walked up to the audition, I mean, I, I'm, I'm walking up to the, to the place and I'm like going, okay, based on what they gave me of the description, if I'm a casting director, I'm hiring that guy right there just on how he looks, because this is exactly what you had. And I went in, I read for it. And. Um, they kind of stopped for a second and um, the girl goes, do you want him to read it again? And he's like, no, he goes, but you know what? No one's read it like that, which was kind of cool. And that's one of the things Glenn says, too. He's like, go in and give them something different. You know, don't give them just, dis- all right, your line is, you know, oh, hey, that's my cat. And everybody comes in with, oh, hey, that's my cat next. Oh, hey, that's my cat. You know, and, I mean. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn would tell us that he'd come in and he, and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, why didn't we think of that? And, and that's the stuff that, you know, you learn from him and, and he teaches you. And, you know, one of the things too, which is great is like, we would do a scene in class and then, you know, we, we would critique it or he would critique it and give us, you know, and, it, and, and, and you wouldn't think of it, but it be, it was so amazing. Like, let's say you and I were doing a scene and I go to reach for my drink and I take a drink and then I give a line and then you know people go okay it was really really good and then done with it all right you know before you do that i want you to grab your drink and i want you to just hold it i don't want you to just take a drink and then let's see how it looks and then like someone would do that and we're like oh my god that made the scene 10 times better and we're like how does he do that he's like a genius you know just like these little you know these little things where it's just like okay you don't need to do that or you know you don't need to put that word in there or, or is that in the dialogue i remember we were shooting a short film once and a guy uh, a friend of mine wanted to throw in this, this, this line. I'm like, no, he goes, Oh, but it's funny. I go, no, it's not. You know, but it, because he thought it was, you know, it, it would make the scene better. I'm like, no, I said, just do me a favor. Just read the script, read the script. <laughs> but if I want to, if, you know, if I want you to go improv, I'll go improv, but just, you know, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't a comedy. And, you know, and a lot of times too, it's just like, you know, people sometimes think that you have to have, you know, swear words or you know curse words in it to make it like powerful you don't you know and that's like you know one of the things about my movies too is like especially like my my mob type movies which I have um two of um that I don't show you know if someone gets shot I don't show it I mean you'll hear it and it's implied because if you have bad makeup you you know bad special effects and it looks bad what's people are gonna Oh, yeah, it was good. But man, when they shot that guy, it looks so fake. It, you know, whatever the case may be. So a lot, a lot of my stuff, it's just implied. And what's then also gets to thinking, because like when we shot a family matter, there's the end scene where you hear gunshots. But then it leaves the thing. OK, who died in this one? And then we went to credit. So it's like, did he get killed or did he kill that guy? So. You know, it, it's kind of that Eve, Eve, same thing. You know, with 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 a lot of scenes, it's just like it doesn't need to be implied. It's like, um, you know, you don't have to put that in there for shock value. You know, let let the audience use your mind to figure out what's yeah. going on. Well, it, it's
2: it's a very less is more philosophy. Mm-hmm. And hearing you talk about where you don't need the curse words or the over exaggerated acting, just thinking about a scene where somebody's really angry you can convey more emotion in just a, a, a silent glare versus uh, somebody flipping out yeah. and swearing yeah. um, where it almost takes away from it. I mean, there's, there's yeah. obviously positives to both depending on what, but what I the say content that is. in real
0: life too. It's like, you want my attention talk. So I have to listen. You start yeah. screaming and yelling. I'm, I'm tuning you out. That's a sales technique yeah. too. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like, make me, make me come in to hear what you're saying, but
1: Talk softer. So have to lean in.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Hundred percent. You know, I I couldn't agree with you more. It's funny because even like when I'm teaching class, I just get quiet, and the kids are like, "He's mad. Look, he's not saying anything. <laughs> he's mad. He's mad." I'm like, "I'm not mad. I'm waiting on you." I said, "It's your time." I said, "We can. We can." You know, but it. But it, it's just like you said. It's just you, you know, less is more. And and you know, um it just you, those are the things where I think you know, even at filmmaking, you know, it, it's you know it doesn't have to be in there just just for the just for the shock value of it
2: well that and and the power of subtlety i mean, you were your example with the um drinking of the water bottle uh versus holding it and actually taking a sip so i'm thinking about it and oh, and theoretically wow. like how different that scene would be if somebody's talking to me and they're taking a sip it's so nonchalant and they're you know it's, it's whatever but if they hold it it just adds that that deeper sense of Consideration and it just makes it a more yeah. serious moment because they're so focused on their thought that the water bottle is just it's held great. in air. Yeah. yeah. Like that's
1: crazy how, how brilliant that is. Something that's, yeah, yeah. And that's the stuff he would teach us in class too. We'd just be like, I don't want you to sit down. I want you to just talk. Don't sit down. You know, he's, when you go to sit down, just, just go over the chair and push the chair in. Don't pull it out and sit in it. And we'd watch it and he's like going, god it's just like he just this is so helpful and it's you know it's the same stuff it's like we're shooting a scene it's like don't don't eat just pretend like you're gonna grab your sandwich or hold your sandwich or whatever and then there's times where you know you want them to eat or have a drink or whatever but it, it it is it's you know just like you said let less a lot of times less is more
2: acting directing writing what do you have more fun doing
1: um all of them <laughs> but, you know it's right now I'd say I, I'm I'm back to the writing bug which is probably I'd probably say writing would be a hundred percent acting would be like 90 percent you know directing I just love to do because it's just like I mean anytime I can have my characters come to life Controlling um, but it, yeah. It, it, yeah it was kind of it was it, you know it, when, when COVID hit I mean it affected everybody you know the not, not, I mean, everything from, you know, movies, TV shows, actors, everything. Society. That, I mean, affected, <laughs> yeah. Our, it affected our whole society. And it, it, I kind of took a break from writing because it was just like, you know, it, you know, never in our, never in our lifetime, you know, I might say, hey, we, we, we went through a pandemic, you know, and, you know, sit there and go through that. And then, and then, you know, I kept telling myself, I, I need to get back into it. I need to get back into it. And then I just, I sat down and I, I wrote just a couple th- couple lines and, um, of something and then I said you know what I'm going to take this and I need to make this a short film and then you know a couple of hours later I'm like going okay I have 25 pages of a new short film that that I just wrote and the writing bugs back and now it's just like um, you know I I I just I love to tell stories you know and and I and I, and I just you know it just for me to create these these things um, and one of the things too, like in, in the beginning of a lot of the stuff that I wrote, my wife always died or or someone died in our scenes. <laughs> so, so being my my wife, you know, like I said, who's been my biggest fan, like when I would write a scene, she'd always like, Do I die tonight? I go, Um, yeah, honey, kind of. And then the running thing in class for a while was like, you know, Glenn will always like, All right, John, who's dying tonight? And I'm like, guess what? I- Nobody dies because it's a comedy. And they're like, what? And I, yeah. So, like, you know, I tried to throw something else at him. for, but that was, that was, that was one of the, one of the things that, you know, Glenn would always give, give, you know, um, was kind of like the running, running joke. It's like, all right. And then even my, 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 my my classmates, John, um, who's dying tonight? I said, nobody dies tonight. No one's dying tonight. It's a, it's a family scene, you know. No one's dying. Someone gets
2: very, very sick though, but they (laughs) (laughs) survived. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) It was was
1: funny because when they did that, I did a scene like that. And when I, where I played a a girl's father, who was on life support and she had to turn it, turn it off. And, but they didn't, but in the, at, at the end of the scene, it was just like, she couldn't do it. So I'm like, and my wife's like, but there's, you're still dying no, honey, I'm still on. I'm, I did not die. No one died in this thing. And like I said, that was kind of like the running running thing for, for, for a long, uh, not for a long part, but it was kind of like the, the running joke for a while. But um, yeah, I mean, it just I, I, I just love to write. And it's just like, you know, if you look at my projects on my page that they, they're so I mean, one's about, you know, a, a husband and wife and he's got to give his wife devastating news after the first child. And then the next one is about, you know, a comedy about something else. And then there's a mob movie and then there's, you know, a story about a, a nurse and a, a mentally slow elderly man um, that, you know, develop a relationship and become friends and help each other out and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like, I'm, I'm really kind of like all over the board when I write. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. because there's times it's... like, even like my wife will be like, she, she's like, we're driving and she's like, who are you talking to? I go, well, just myself, you know, cause it's like, <laughs> I'm coming up with these things in my head and, you know, thank, thank God for Siri. Cause I'll be like, Siri, take a note. Cause if I'm driving and I have something and, and you know, like, all right, uh, movie, um, write this line down or or if i just think of a crazy line i want to put in the movie you know because then sometimes i get home and i'll forget and i'm like god I, ne- I needed siri and she wasn't there or i forgot to call on her so
0: <laughs> why didn't she come with me Ran a thought, yeah, exactly
1: i want to see a
2: movie credit where it shows like director and then assistant oh, and it's just siri, siri.
3: like <laughs> <laughs> right that's that, so that
2: cool. may happen it's it's fun talking to you because it sounds like you have a lot of fun acting, but the writing aspect really seems to be just a big passion. The, the way you talk about it and just how you talk about writing. Mm-hmm. I, I would I wasn't surprised when you said you liked everything, but writing's really. Yeah, it, I don't even know if it if you have a choice. Like, it's not like it just has to come out of you.
1: Yeah, yeah well, you know, and, and that's just it, because it's just like, you know, people will say, where do these characters come from? And, uh, you know, like based off of my movie rounds and, uh, or not rounds, um, a family matter. I'm a huge David chase fan. I'm a huge soprano fan. One of my favorite shows ever, you know, um, and, and rookies, which is about two, um, uh, young mob guys who want to get made, but they have to take out a mob boss. And we, we shot that in, in two nights in a diner in Dallas. And, and I've, I've used that diner several times because the atmosphere of that diner, it's just like, it's such a classic atmosphere. But it just, I mean, the, you know, it's just like, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, wait, you you went from a mob film. Now you're writing a story about two girls hooking up their dad on a dating website. where does I mean, don't you want to like focus just on mobs? stuff? I go, no. I said, I'm across the board. I said, if you hang out with me, you're going to hear me talk to myself and you're going to think I'm talking to you. Or it's like, you know, I'll I'll like act act like this character. My wife's just like, you know, it's funny because anytime I'll ask her something or if I, you know, become a character, whatever, all of a sudden I know she stops the TV and then she looks at me and I go, oh, sorry, you're watching your show. I'll come back. So then she can rewind it. And so like she doesn't miss any of her show and she's got to put up with me. But, you know, like I said, she's my biggest fan and I I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her. So um, I'm very, very blessed to have her in my life. So. How'd you guys meet? Um, online. Nice. Which, was, which was crazy because we had both been married before. And, um, you know, I, I, I was I was I, um, I was married before and got divorced um, and uh, just saw her on online and, and sent her a thing. And it was just kind of like I I, I, remember, I remember it like it was yesterday because I gave her a list. I said the top 10 reasons you should go out with me. <laughs> and I listed 10 things like, you know, all your friends have plans. The Kardashians are rerun, the, you know, the malls closed, whatever. So we go and we, we met for the very first time and, you know, I got there early and, um, you know, she comes in and I, I was just, I was blown away. She, yeah, she, she was absolutely beautiful. And of course, I mean, she still is absolutely beautiful, but um, she sits down and, and we start talking and, and she looks at me. And she says, you have a five minute window. And I was like, a five-minute window? And she, I go, what is that? I'm, I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, well, you know, if, if you don't like, if you don't feel like this is going to go anywhere, she goes, I won't be offended if, if you leave. Because she had told me a story. She was at a, like a Western bar and met some guy there. And she's like, you have a five-minute window and this guy just left. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, in my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you know what? This guy's lost my game. Because, you know, we sat there, we talked for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I got up and she, you know, she thought that I was leaving, but then she, she looked down and saw that my phone was still there. And then my, my keys were still there. So I was coming back. I just went to find our waitress because we'd been talking so long. And then the only thing I had asked her was, I said, because she was from Chicago as well. I said, all right, this is really going to kind of see how this goes. If this date's even going to go any go very well. I said, um, Cubs or white socks. And she goes, well, I'm from the South side, but I love the Cubs. I said, this is going to be perfect. And then six and a half months later, I asked her to marry me and we will, it will be, it'll be 10 years on um, June 26th. Oh, that's Aww. amazing. <laughs>
3: that's great. Yeah.
2: I, I love that your top 10, I, I saw it going a different way. When you said, here's 10 reasons why you should uh, date me nine times out of 10, I have to imagine it's going to be you know, I'm, I'm funny. I'm a lot of I statements. You went the
1: yeah. other way around. You went, environmental. Oh, I went totally up. yeah, I, th- yeah. that's brilliant. It is. I just, you know, and then that, and it around. was funny. She, she asked me, she goes, you probably use that for all of them. I'm like, ah, I, I, well, I, I was single. I had to use something. So, <laughs> like, oh, you sent that out to other girls. I was the only one who, who fell for it or whatever, but I'm glad she did. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. And, um, you know a very very lucky man so Aww, that's very that. cool
0: congratulations
1: thank it's you so, thank you
0: it's so hard to just meet people who are you trying to meet well me nobody I mean I've got yeah. you
2: pause no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's break for a commercial. Exactly. Technical difficulties.
0: No, but just, I mean, our friends that like going through the dating cycles, especially online. Oh, it
2: sounds like a cesspool these days. Like
0: I'm, I'm so glad we found each other when we did. And just like, Holy cow. Like it's, it's scary out there.
2: It it doesn't seem fun. (laughs) No, no, no. John changing gears. I'm, I'm a little confused geographically. So far, I've heard Skinny Atlas, Oregon, uh, Oregon, Oregon. I'm going to edit and it. Chicago? Chicago, Chicago and Dallas. Can, yeah. can you would you mind giving me a, a brief Map. The, a rundown of oh, all yes. the places, please? And how long all you've right. been in the WITSEC program?
1: <laughs> exactly it together it's well, you, the
2: mobster love right, sir, and all yes. the moving
1: that's it see yeah, the mob movies and all that other stuff um, exactly so it's funny because we, we we did move around a lot because my dad's job but i was born in sheltonham pennsylvania from there we moved to new jersey when i was little and then um, from new jersey we went from new jersey to chicago we moved we lived in two places in chicago from chicago this is where it gets really kind of crazy We went to California. We were in L.A. for a while. From L.A., we went back to New York, up to Auburn, Skinny Atlas. From Skinny Atlas, my dad decided, let's go somewhere else. We go all the way back to Oregon. And then my folks moved down to Dallas. And then when I finished school, (coughs) um, actually, I was a sophomore, junior. And when that semester ended in school, when I was at uh, Oregon State, um, my sister and I both came down here and, and have been here ever since. So, yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, cause, and then I can always relate to like when we have students and they go, I just moved here. And it's like, you, you know, and, and the, you know, maybe they're like, you know, they're nervous and so forth. And I'll be like, hey, you know what? I moved like seven times, you know, so, you know, because you know, I was always like the new kid coming in. Um, but, you know, I love Skinny Atlas. Skinny Atlas was my, you know, like, what, eighth, ninth and tenth grade. Um, Oregon was great. Um, I mean, all the places were great. I, I, you know, I loved all of them, but we had a uh, 53 acre farm up in Auburn and we, we came from California living in Los Angeles to my dad saying, Hey, I bought us a farm and we're going to lease out the land to dairy farmers and there's horses and there's a mini bike. Well, you know, when you're a teenage kid, a mini bike, oh my gosh, let's move. And that was kind of like the thing. And, um, I mean, loved it in Auburn, my wife, it's funny because my wife being from Chicago, and she spent time in Oklahoma. She, um, she had never been out to Oregon. And I, we, um, one year um, we went out to Oregon and she just loved it. And so my next place is I want to take her up to the Finger Lakes and show her Skinny Atlas, you know, show her Auburn, show her the Finger Lakes and stuff like that. Skinny Atlas Lake
2: is just so beautiful. beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is we actually had, I actually had a student, um, their family, was from skinny atlas they moved down to dallas and they go well you know we've got a lake house up in skinny atlas if you ever want to use it feel free and i'm like you went, you, you know i'm like what my gosh what a small world yeah absolutely you know, what a small world and then it's and like for fun you know if i if i have kids and they're you know they're goofing off i'll sit there all right you know or, or they're trying to be goofy all right spell skinny atlas for me none <laughs> of them can spell it
2: put it on the board and then ask them to pronounce it oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> skin needles i get i get skin needles Scan, a lot. i'm like skin yeah exactly. gave
0: kids trouble too i don't know
1: why <laughs> yeah so they, they they got a kick out of that they're like coach where did you go again i said skinny atlas and i'll spell it and they're like that's like skin needle. i said no, <laughs> no, no sorry it's not skin needles i said if you ever get a chance go up there because it's absolutely beautiful now
2: so. now that we have the geography part down Part of the okay. conversation you had with uh, who would become your wife was you asked her um, about the Chicago baseball team. Now, does that mean that yeah. your favorite sports teams are in the Chicago area or are they all over? No.
1: Um, so
2: it's a great answer because I was afraid you're going to say you're a Bears fan.
1: <laughs> the Bears. Well, I am a Bears fan. <laughs> oh, I, I, I am truly. John, thank you I for joining truly... us, and uh, we wish you nothing yeah. but the best. <laughs> I am truly a hundred percent Chicago, everything. Cause my dad was a big white Sox fan, you know, when I grown up as a kid, when we were lived in, in Lombard, which is a suburb of Chicago, we, we would always go to old Kaminsky park and watch the, you know, the white Sox games. And then he took me to one Cubs game. And I still, to this day, remember, I don't remember the exact seat, but when my wife and I got married, we went up to Chicago because her family's from there. And she, we took the tour from Wrigley field and, and you know, the guy's like, Come on, you got to go this way. And my wife's like, Well, wait, he, he's been here once, and he kind of remembers the area where I sat. We sat on the first base side, I don't know like the exact row, but I was always a Cubs fan growing up as a kid. So I come home and we, you know, we catch the last half of the games on WGN. Um, and then I'm a big Trailblazer fan because when I lived in Oregon, um, and then I, I follow the Seahawks, though they're not my favorite team, they're one of my teams um and then um i'm a buffalo guy too because you know and being in syracuse you didn't have you had the bills Mm -hmm. and i like the knicks um but cubs mainly and then um i also i'm big titans fan now because my uh my brother-in-law he's an offensive line coach for the titans so wherever he goes yeah yeah. i'm a derrick henry fan oh the beast he's amazing unreal he is is just he's one he's my my hands down my, one of my favorite football players ever. I mean, we, I mean, it's just like, we'll, we'll, we'll be watching. And it's just like, you know, give, give, give it to the beast. Cause it's like, you know what? You're not stopping him. He's going through you. He's so, he's awesome. He's just, he is just, he's just, he's just so fun to watch. But the thing that is, he's so big and he's just so strong and he's just like, he's a monster. I mean, that, you know, that's right. Like, running know, back especially. Like, yeah. And when, when he puts on the jets, it's like, see ya. And you know, to have a guy that big, and cause you know, the funny thing is, you know, you know, he went to Alabama and my niece went to Alabama and I, and I never really been an Alabama fan because, you know, of course, they win all the time. And, <laughs> and,
3: you know, they,
1: they it's, it's great. And, you know, Nick Saban's phenomenal, but it's just kind of like, you know, can we see somebody else win, you know, whatever. But then when he got to the Titans, it's just like, Oh, this dude is just, he's the man. He's just, he's a monster. And he's just, he's, he's so fun to watch. And when he stiff arms people and they go flying, it's just like <laughs> you're not taking them down, man. He's the best. He's the best. No,
2: and it's funny you say that because uh, I was going to say, regardless of the team, the the great players like you can't help but just be wowed by, yeah. unless yeah. they just win all the time and you hate them.
0: Stop.
3: Like some
2: <laughs> quarterbacks that retired and then did, and did. <laughs> and then
0: did again, and we'll then did probably really get again. another
2: ring and etc. Yeah. Not to name names. It could be anybody. Well, I mean but... you
0: didn't name names. Yeah. yeah.
2: But um no, Der- Derrick Henry, like I had, the Titans were never even on my radar. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a couple of games, I saw some highlights, and all of a sudden I'm trying to get Derrick Henry on my Madden team.
1: And <laughs> Yeah. He, he 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 and uh Walter Payton and then I put him right next to Walter Payton. Those are my two favorite running backs ever. Wow. Growing up as a kid, I mean I loved Walter Payton. He was he was my guy. And sure. you know, to see Derrick Henry just in a in a different light because he's just he's he's you know, cause Walter was a lot smaller, but then you see, you know, the monster that he is and just I mean it, it just you know he just he just makes things happen. It's just it's it's just fun to watch him play, you know, and it's just uh it's really, really cool. Really, really cool. For so uh like it, it, yeah. no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just say so anytime anytime the Titans play, I have like a uh the Titans helmet we'll put on a, we'll put right in front of the TV. So it's just kind of like, all right, Titans are playing. You got to put our TV <laughs> there. And I got a, I got a bear's helmet that I'll put out when the bears play as well. So, nice. um,
0: some of are my friends of think your, I'm a little crazy. Are any of your scripts like sports centered? I mean, being a physical um, education teacher, obviously having the love of sports in general, like.
1: N- no, I mean, the only thing, I mean, the closest thing to anything school related would be the, um, would be the uh, feature screenplay Walter, because it, it centers around a young boy who's like a fifth grader, um, nine, 10, 10, 11 years old. And, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that takes place at school, um, that, you know, that he has to deal with and, and, you know, from some bullying aspect to, you know, a game of dodgeball to, you know, having, you know, getting in trouble with his teacher and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, that, that's probably the only one that's really, um, Really centered around some of the school aspect stuff.
0: Okay. Now I know when when we spoke on the phone, I was because I looked at the reel your your like film reel that you sent, and I know that I wanted to see um through the eyes of Marty. Mm-hmm. Where where can I see that? Where can I watch that? Where can we watch that?
1: Well, actually, through the eyes of Marty's not out yet. It, that oh. that's still a screenplay that I'm working on. Okay. Um, it, was was it did you see a clip from it or did you yeah. see or was it uh, what it might have been um a love not lost was it was the character sam yes that's the one yes. yeah I'll, I'll send you the link to that and you can watch it
0: because that just looked that looks so good
2: can you explain what that is for me and anybody
1: listening that doesn't know what that is
2: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah, so, john so,
0: take it <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so Sam is about a story about an elder, elderly, mentally slow man who's basically spent his whole entire life in a um, in a home. And what happens is he develops a relationship with one of the nurses um, who looks out for him. And his brother comes um, home because both of uh, his parents die and then decides to take Sam out of the home and give him a try and try to give him a normal life. Um, where he, where he's, where he's in a home with his brother and, and, you know, not so much in, um, not normal life, but really just, 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 a, a life where not living in, in, in a home. I don't want to say like, uh, you know, not being a bad life or anything like that, but just, uh, just to bring him home. And, and because his, his brothers, you know, he's been a home in, in homes all his life doesn't, you know, hasn't really experienced Christmas with his family and, and, you know, his parents struggled with him when he was younger and so forth. Um, and that was actually one of the toughest roles I've ever had to play. Um, and, um, you know, um, it was funny cause when we shot that, I had a friend of mine, she's like, um, she's, so you got something here. And I go, you think so? And she's like, yeah. And I said, cause I'm always like my worst critic, you know, and, um, ended up, um, doing very, very well in, um, film festivals, um, and, um, I actually, uh, was, was very blessed and, and honored to win a best actor platinum award for a film festival out in Los Angeles for it. Um, and then the lead actress who, by the name of Ashley Otteson, who's actually up in New York now, um, just a phenomenal actress. She played the, the lead nurse and she also won, um, platinum award for best actress. Very um, cool. Nice. Received uh yeah. And, and, uh, I think it's, it's, they're on the, um, like some of the awards are on, um, on the website as well, and it, it took a bronze for best drama um, at the same festival. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just just a great cast and a lot of fun. Um, but you know, at the same time, very tough character, very, very tough character. Sounds like it. So, also yeah. sounds I'll, like
2: I'll definitely, I'll need, also. it needs to be on Hallmark, is what it sounds like.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely. So I, I'll definitely, I'll, def- I'll, def- I'll let you guys. Uh, I'll send you both those links to the dark comedy and that one. You guys can take a look at it. Oh please, oh, thank you lo- so much. Love, love, love to get your thoughts on it. So
0: we love, we love to watch things. Like I can't even tell. It's like true. we've got lists of things. It's like we're gonna get back to it, and I'm talking things like five years old on watch lists, and like Netflix is taking them off because there's so many other things that like right. jump in the queue because it's like, you know, like speaking with someone like yourself where you've got something for us to watch that we're not going to find there we're going to jump ahead and we're going to watch that instead and it's like we're going to get back to that because it's been on netflix for like five years whoops <laughs> like, i mean, just,
2: whoops. We'll still have to watch moon night too
0: yes we do still have to watch moon night just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been saying this for like three weeks
2: <laughs> i keep forgetting when it comes out and then
0: i think it was last night or tonight
2: uh, probably last, last night, night. Oh, and that movie uh, that I told you I had the next pick on because you say I only pick bad movies. He really
0: only picks bad movies.
2: Siri reminded me today because I used Siri last week and said, set a reminder because something just hit Netflix that looked good. Um, but she cheats. She'll pick like trending on Netflix. Number one movie. Okay, Let's watch this. And then,
1: oh, my God. Shocker. No, 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 it's not no, no, bad. No.
0: That I didn't know it was trending until I clicked on it. I was like, I've heard so, really well, good so-
1: things what's your movie that you asked siri to to hold for oh, you oh it's
0: oh gosh
2: uh boiling point was the movie um i, I forget the gist but essentially it's like a, a real-time movie um they're filming a kitchen during christmas like at a restaurant and uh-huh. it's just all crazy and
0: it's family. stressful
2: it's family it's family
0: that's all families do.
2: No, like restaurant kitchen.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like
2: super busy, super stressful.
0: We've been there, done that. Is
2: yeah. it is it a new movie or has it been out for a while? No, apparently they were talking about it on the radio last week, and if I check, it should be on Netflix now. Okay. Um, let me pull it I'll up. I have to check it out. But it sounded really good. Now, I was fresh off the you only pick bad movies.
1: I'm like, no, it
0: really does though. That's not my fault. Like <laughs>
1: yeah, I get the same thing from my wife, but I, I've actually picked a couple good ones lately on Netflix. So she was, uh, she was happy.
0: I mean, if they're good, I'm going to say they're good, but if they're yeah. bad, I'm also going to call them out on it because, you know, that's like 80 minutes or whatever that we've lost and we could have been watching something that we knew was
1: going right. be better. 90 minutes of your life. You'll never get back.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So
1: it's a 2021
2: movie. And it is not actually on Netflix. Apparently, It's on Amazon Prime for $3.99. Oh, okay.
0: 2021,
2: though. I wonder if it was the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. But, who's in it? So that's a great question that right. I have to click back a button.
0: Tell us, because we want to know.
2: Yeah, we want to know who's in this movie. <laughs> 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just uh, an FYI there.
0: What was that movie we just watched recently that wasn't even on Rotten Tomatoes? It was so Oh funhouse. Oh my gosh. Peter Picks bad movies. <laughs> you that's
2: are so the worst. Terrible. Uh Steven Graham, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh Hannah Walters, Vanette Robinson. Can't pronounce that. And I think that's it. But you know what? Stephen Graham is great. And uh Tommy from Snatch, and I think mm-hmm. he played Capone in uh, Boardwalk Empire. He's okay. been like a bunch of stuff. You know what? Again, ninety nine percent on Tomatoes.
0: Well, I mean, we will watch it and we'll see. She chose there the Adam
2: Project. I did. It's Ryan Reynolds' number one movie on Netflix. I didn't. Shocker, know. we enjoyed it. I
0: didn't know it was the number one movie. And it was funny, and it was emotional, <laughs> and I it was it was good. I didn't
1: haven't, know haven't, haven't seen that yet, but that's on that's on one of our, our one of our watch lists.
0: And then we just watched um, Terrifier last week.
1: We
2: did.
0: Uh, And because I'm a horror movie junkie, like, I love scary Mm -hmm. movies, like, love, love. I've seen some. Yeah. I, not many, but some. He's getting better about Terrifier now. You have. And like, that was such a good movie. Like, I don't know how I didn't see it before, but oh my gosh. Like, David Howard Thornton who played Art the Clown in that
2: small budget um independent movie um that that got mainstream uh accolades.
0: I mean not a word was uttered from this actor but you like you were right there with him in his mind like the pantomiming mean, he did. It was it was amazing. I mean if you like slasher movies
2: if you don't the, the content was right. aggressive but it, from a from an academic point of view you could just see how much fun the oh actor had in the role it it, it it was just very well done a, a, as a role mm-hmm. that's awesome
0: yeah so if you like scary you look for that
2: maybe but, not so much fun house. well fun house wasn't terrible not
0: fun house not fun house.
2: with another scars guard
0: the Walter 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 Walter. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) we just I don't know
2: that was literally we had a five minute conversation beforehand (laughs) and a google search and it's like oh yep there's another one is it
0: really one of them yes it was
2: and then he looks just like um Bill the Ed brother Bill (laughs) is that what I said (laughs) said, some people might not know the difference between all the scars guards where they know that one of them was it
0: i'm pretty sure if they know them they know them like alexander hello true blood
2: i don't know their first name
0: and tarzan yes
2: john does know their first (laughs) name
0: and their dad was what um he was in the marvel thor Thor. uh goodwill hunting
2: oh yeah that's right he was the uh i mean these
0: scars scars everywhere yeah. So Walter had to make his way in too.
1: <laughs> get one of them mm-hmm. for one of your movies, John.
3: Yeah,
0: I'll
3: Maybe work on that. Walter. I got.
1: I. I got. I got. I got. I got to get the. Uh, I got to get my 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 bucket list characters on my on yes. this big one. So.
2: I don't know if you ever saw there was a. Um there was a sheet that had hit the internet and it was essentially quentin tarantino when he was um in pre-production for pulp fiction and it showed his number one picks for all the characters and the number two picks and most of his number one picks were in the movie and then there was like i think one or two of the number two picks um but that's how it starts
1: just write it down and then yeah yeah
0: bring it to life i mean
1: you know and and you know it's funny i watched him on it because i I love his movies, you know, and, and, and I was watching him and it's an old interview, but he's interviewing by one guy and this guy, he's just trying to get him like riled up. And he's just like, he's I know what you're doing. Down. I'm not going to answer that. Yeah. And he just shuts him down. And then he's just like, dude, look, if you don't like my movies, don't watch them. You don't have to go. Don't watch them. And I'm like, it's oh man, I just though. love this. I yeah. love this. You know, um, because
2: he wanted to talk about the controversy around his movie mm-hmm. and Quentin yes. wanted nothing to do yeah. with that.
1: The you know, his last movie, um the uh why why am I forgetting it? Um Hollywood. The California Hollywood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I can't think of the title either. I, um
2: Last Night in Hollywood. Once upon a time, time yeah, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Once upon a yeah.
1: in Hollywood, which was, which was so it was so good. And then it's like I had a friend of mine at work and they watched it and they're like, Yeah, I just I'm like, What? I said, You gotta watch it again. So they actually went back and watched it again. And she's just like, okay, I see why you liked it. It was really, really good. I said yes. Yeah. I said sometimes if you don't like it, sometimes you got to go back and watch it again. But he's he's phenomenal. I just I, I just I love his stuff. I do great director, great writer.
2: A hundred percent. The the dialogue's great. Here, Michelle, yes. who's better, at dialogue, Kevin Smith or Quentin Tarantino?
0: Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I mean, Tarantino. I mean,
2: over Kevin Smith.
0: I mean, Kevin Smith is very smart. But it's very um, Quentin Hutt? No, I. But he's got. <laughs> there's there's I'm more. being mean now. There's more zing and there's more zest to the way he has his characters portray what he wants to be said. Which one? Tarantino, where with Kevin Smith, it's very just well matter of fact. This is it. Like he's not looking for like the over the top theatrics. It's just. Like, it's really just dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. Like, people are just continuing this conversation. But with Tarantino, when they're conversating, it's like, it's wild. It's explosive. You never know what's going to happen.
2: It's more suspenseful.
0: It's amazing. (laughs) Where Kevin's is
2: more filler, but it's good filler. I
0: don't think it's, I don't want to say it's filler. I mean, the content's absolutely, I mean, it's there. Like, he's got a point, he's got a point, he's got an opinion, he's got something to say, and he says it. I think. Quentin just says it with a little more flair. I'm going and I'm going to leave it at that.
1: Fair. There you go.
0: Because I I do I I enjoy both filmmakers. Like it's apples to oranges. Yeah. Is what it is. I mean, they're two very different styles, so
2: Which is funny too because I think dialogue and I I think the two of them. I don't know anybody else who who really as a mainstream uh, writer can just write like that, like the two of them, but it—it it is, it's so different. It just
0: flows, it flows 100%.
2: <laughs> John, who's your favorite director?
1: I got so many of them. I just, I mean, Quentin Tarantino's one. Um,
0: you can say yourself too.
1: <laughs> Ron, ha- Ron Howard's one. Ooh, um, Good call. I love Ron Howard, Clint Eastwood's one. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, those are like, I mean, and there's so many great directors, like, I mean, even like, you know, directors you don't even hear of, I'll watch a film and like going, oh my God, this this was amazing, you know, and and it's someone that maybe I've never heard of before, but um, those three are probably, those are, those are three of my favorites.
2: It's funny you say that. I've, I've watched movies before. And I'm just blown away. And it's like, Oh my God, who's the director? And, y- and you go down the rabbit hole, either Letterboxd or IMDB. And it's like, wait, this guy did that. That movie was yeah. not very good, but this was yeah. phenomenal. And it, it, like the contrast. And then you look, all right, were, were there different writers? Was it like, how does this happen? Like how does one person create this masterpiece and then this not so masterpiece? Crazy. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's yeah, it's, I mean, that that's a great question. You're, or even you look at films like, all right, how did they make this film about a giant piece of toast that starts to terrorize a town? And some, <laughs> hey, yeah, let's make it. We're going to make it. I mean, who goes, hey, you know, we're going to give you a $200,000 to make this film about a piece of bread and butter that, that destroys a town. I'm like,
3: and I don't like yeah. I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah. What is, you know, so it's just like, I, I, I yeah, I, I mean, some there's times where I'll, I'll like, you know, I, I will question certain things, but you know, there 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 is there's an audience for everything. There really is.
2: I, I apologize.
0: I, don't apologize. Where did that for me. No,
2: I apologize because I couldn't hear the rest of what he said. Because where did that even come from? Toast I, did and th-
0: eggs. I don't know. He was egged on. can <laughs> huh. Oh I'm sorry. The toast
2: though, is that a real was that a real movie?
1: No, but I saw something similar, and I don't know. Because I think rubber, I, which I is the tire. Yeah, the tire one. Yeah, um, no, but I but I saw something. It was it was very similar to that. I can't even remember the name, but it was just it was one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, how does it, how did this get made? You know, it was just you know, but it but but then after you watch it, it's like, that then you realize how it's made because even though it was bad, it, I watched the whole thing and I'm laughing at it, so it's just like you know, yeah, it's bad. It's done. You know, it's, you know, you look at like the Sharknado stuff. I was going to say there's six Sharknados. Yeah. It's a cult movie, you know, it's, it, they have a cult following and it's just like as bad as, you know, it is, but it's supposed to be bad, you know? And, but, but again, they're entertaining. So it's just like, they, they get the people to watch them and, and so forth. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to write anything where like, you know, a French toast destroys a town or uh you know, um, I mean, a I mean, windshield was- wiper flies off and starts, you know, <laughs> I think that was people. Final Destination. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: when I was little, there was a what, attack of the killer tomato. Mm-hmm. It's a tomato. It's a blah, blah, blah. Maybe
2: that's why I don't like tomatoes, but I don't think I've ever seen the movie. <laughs> it's a cult <it's laughs> classic.
1: classic. A cult classic.
0: And then did you see The Crawling yeah. Eye?
1: No, I don't. I don't remember
0: that. It literally was just an eye rolling around. Well,
1: that's it like the tire a tire movie, it's just thing. like the rubber tire rolling down the street. Yeah, you know, a rubber. What, it, what I think it was called. That's it one of my like, favorite okay.
2: trailers. I've never seen the movie, but no, the, trailer, the trailer, I just geek out. And I remember the first time I saw it, I sent it to everybody. I I could not get enough of it, and the reactions of people like, no, this this is a movie, and it goes back to. Gosh,
3: I'm the worst
2: just just make your movie because the, any movie can get made for sure <laughs> that's that's it you're absolutely
1: right you know and if you, if you don't have a budget for it go make it yourself you know
2: one way or the other yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so walters right now walters your big project you're yep. finishing the scripts done or you're finishing the script
1: no it's, the walters completely finished it's now it's it's kind of in the pitch stage where it's like i'm sending it out to production companies and see if there's an interest Um, I am shooting. um, I think it's probably going to be one of the best things that I've written. Um, It's called My Journey to Me. We start shooting that in May, which is a story about a mid-20s woman who um, decides to um, finally come out and live the life that she's always wanted. And um, it's something that, you know, um, you know, when I wrote it, it was just like, you know, I wanted to do some research on it and make sure that, uh, you know, that it was done right. Cause you know, sometimes people will make films, you know, just kind of, you know, like even like when I would shoot some of my mob films, you know, we had a uh, a neighbor who was a police detective and he was out one day and I would, you know, I asked him, I said, Hey, if, if there's a crime scene is, you know, what's the best way or this, this, you know, would it ever look like this? And, you know, you use, a lot of times movies do certain things and, you know, you, you, if you, I want it to be as real as possible. So I, I went and, um, I had dinner with a friend of mine who who um, who is gay and has been in a relationship for a very long time and just a great guy, great actor. And, you know, I, I met with him and, um, you know, I just said, hey, I want you to read this script and I just want you to look at it and I want you to give me your honest thoughts. I said, You're not going to hurt my feelings if you think it's horrible um, or you think it's, you know, it's 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 bad or I need to change something. But so he read it and um, I was really kind of blown away because he would, t- we would we'd start talking and then there were times where I'd be like, wait a minute, you haven't read this whole thing, but what you're saying is exactly what happens in this film. And like some of my terminology that I use, he's just like, do you know how many times I wanted someone to say this to me? Or do you, do you know how many times someone would say this to me? You know, or say this to one of my friends. And, you know, when he got done reading it, he's like, he's just like, he, you know, and he was so helpful and I couldn't thank him enough because like, you you know, you, when you want to when you want to do a, a, I mean, any film you want to do research, you want to put something together because you want it to be good. And, you know, I, I wanted to get his take on it because, you know, and, and see if if I, if I was on the right path, which he said I was. And, you know, again, you know, some of the, the, the language that I used and, you know, uh, some of the uh, scenes between, you know parent and son and parent and daughter and so forth he's just like this is just like this is like so right so you know dead on it just you know it, it just kind of you know brings back stuff and um uh, you know I was, I was really 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 thankful they took the time you know to, to to read it and you know um uh, you know I just talked to him the other day because I had a question about um a few things and you know he responded right away so it, it's um i you know i think it's gonna i, I got a great cast we have a table week set up for sunday um and you know i'm looking forward towards that and then i also have another micro short we're going to shoot which would be about four four and a half minutes and it's a comedy called scars like you know like s-c-a-r-s scars and um so those are the two things um that we'll be shooting in may and in in june but um you know, like I said, Walter's my baby. Walter's the one I really want to get, you know, really want to push for. And, um, you know, um, like I said, in a perfect world just surround myself with those three incredible actors. Um, and even say, you know what, Mr. Burns, you're a great director, direct this baby. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, I, kid about it, but, you know, that's really what my passion is. And, you know, I, I, you know, even with the Academy Awards, just, you know, the other night, you know, I was telling a friend of mine, I said, you know, in a perfect world, for me would be, you know, the nominee. You know, the the Oscar goes to Morgan Freeman and Walter. I'd be like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. It happened. You know, and just be just like just you know, overjoyed and um, you know, just I mean, it, I, I, you know, I I can't I just can't speak enough about. I mean, just how incredible you know, he is and you know, and you know, I, I look at Ed Burns the same way and Helen Meir in the same way. It's just, you know, and there's so many phenomenal actors and actresses out there. I mean, everyone has their favorites and everyone, you know, every, you know, Denzel is one of my all-time favorites. Um, um, he just I mean, he's just incredible. Um, but there there's there's thousands of you know great actors out there, but it's just you know, as as a writer and you have an opportunity kind of, you know, like you said, like with Quentin did he put a list of you know, his first picks and so forth. My, my, you know, my only picks are those three. And then, you know, let's get a casting director and surround ourselves with some, you know, you know, some other characters and, and, you know, and make this happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop. It's not something that, you know, I'm just going to let you, Oh yeah. You talked about, you talked about, no, I'm going to do whatever I can that, you know, to make that happen. Cause like I said, this is, this is, this is my passion project. And I, you know, I think, I think once people see it, you know, read it or, you know, watch it. And, and I, I think, I think they are going to like it.
2: And John, if people want to support it and, or get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Um, website, um, you know, JDAfilm.com. Instagram is JDA film 34. Um, and then Facebook, um, uh, John D actor at Facebook. Um, those are probably the best ways. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, just, you know, it's, just, you know, I, I just, I just encourage people, you know, to, you know, you know, and then they say, you know, do dream, dreams come true and so forth. And, and they do come true if you want them to come true. You know, you, you, it's not going to be, you're not always going to get what you want, but if, if you surround yourself with good people and you, and you believe in yourself. And you have a positive attitude that, you know, because you're going to have naysayers and so forth. Oh, yeah. Like you're really going to get Morgan Freeman and you're really going to get this. And, you know, it's it's, you know, I look at it, go. That's that's my goal, you know. And then maybe you'll be sitting in, in, you know, in the theater and all of a sudden you're going to see a a John Anthony movie and starring Morgan Freeman, Ed Burns and Helen Mirren. And you go, oh, my God, he did it. Heck, yeah, I did it. Because that's that's what my goal is. You know, you you can knock me down, but I'm going to pick myself right back up, you know, and that's the same thing. If someone, you know, you, you know what, we don't like this script. Okay. You don't have to like it, but you know what, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to like it. And we're going to get for this sure. thing done. So
2: preferably someone that has access to those people. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or, or, you know what, just, you know, word of mouth or, you know, Hey, Mr. Freeman, we are hearing your name all over these podcasts, all over the country that someone's <laughs> got a script for you. Hey, let's find out. And you know what? boom there we go you know so it just you know again it's getting to it's it's about networking getting your name out there doing the things you want to do and and you know just enjoying it and you know enjoying the ride and and have as much fun as you possibly can absolutely
0: i mean john we are rooting for this to come to life for you and we cannot wait to see it once it does because it sounds like it's going to be phenomenal, and if you can get your dream cast, that just that makes my heart burst because how great
1: is Thank that? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's Why just not? you know, it's just like, yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not? Everything happens, so anything sure can does. happen. So,
0: and it will if you believe it will. Like you, you will get yeah. where you need to be with it.
1: Yeah. So you know if you see ed birds walk around syracuse film additional, you know, give him a little nut say hey I, I had somebody on our show and uh he's got he's, he's got something for you
0: we can he, tag him you know. on instagram when we post this yeah a link for this there you go
2: we had who was uh, a couple blocks away that i was super sad about d
0: oh caitlin uh, olson. caitlin olson
2: like literally <laughs> <laughs> like half a mile from our house I'm a huge It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan. Our friend that told right. us is a fan. We had no idea.
0: I almost hit uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson one night because they were filming right.
2: Literally a block away. Yeah. For one of their movies. Um, uh, and then we went. And big like,
0: time. Big time. Big
2: time adolescence. Yes. They did that in Syracuse. Syracuse.
0: Like literally down the street. And <laughs> I hate going up our street. So I go. I always go down to the next street over and like whip around to come home and like they're just like what it pitch black like you know they're just wandering around the middle of the road like they don't care and i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna hit you and then it's like oh i know i'm gonna hit you guys even though i know you it's like what are you doing and
2: then he went to a gas station and a kid tried to like run in after him and you just see this like this beeline from (laughs) from an assistant or something that like jumped in front of the door and like listen kid hang out here let 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 my guy do his thing maybe (laughs) they'll get autographs later and just see this like dejected kid walk away
0: (laughs) (laughs) we all have dreams
2: but yes if we see them while they're here in syracuse we'll we'll definitely say something
0: and we will definitely throw tags in on instagram everybody everybody's got like the instagram like intel so i mean we'll tag them we'll hashtag them when we post up the link when it's time for your episode to drop, because why not? Be, that we, would be awesome. If we can help, I hope we can like, let's, let's.
2: What we should do is we need Morgan Freeman to start listening to our podcast.
0: Yes. That'd be Morgan Freeman. If you're out there listen,
1: there you go. Have, <laughs> we've have got a do a friend. If he's, if he's, if he's not podcast. listening, he wouldn't hear that. <laughs> no, but we've We're,
0: got a friend. So he needs to hear us so he can talk to my right. friend, John is what's you happening. So. You know,
2: John, for you, we will, we'll, we will try to get in touch with Morgan Freeman. I like that
0: we're going to try. I, go. I don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try because that's what we do. Hey,
1: you know what? Just just stay positive. That's all you got to do. Things Absolutely. can happen. Things they can sure happen. Can.
0: So. Is this a good spot to wrap up, gentlemen? I mean, before we before we like close the recording, is there anything that you want to tell us about that we didn't ask you, we didn't cover yet that you think people should know? Because we don't want to leave anything um, out. I mean, you've had such an exciting story and just your life and like what you're doing is fabulous. But if there's more, please tell us.
1: No, I. You know what? This <laughs> this has been an absolute blast. I mean, I, I I I really I can't thank you guys enough for having me and having me. You know, and just and just talking with you guys and and um this this is this has been a lot of fun. Really, really. I'm has. So
0: glad we were so happy to have
2: you. But John, thank you so much for for being with us. Um. I, I'm very excited for, I'm excited for checking out the website. I want to see stuff you've done. And I'm I'm definitely going to be following your career in the yeah. future to see what else you come up with, because it's, it blows my mind how all over the place you are with your, with your ideas. It, it's almost, um,
0: you're, you're well-balanced. Like you're not stuck in a, yeah. a singular genre. It's like, you've got, I know my hands, my hands fly. I, I always knack something around <laughs> I can't help that um but no i like i like that it's like well he did this and this is like this and then
2: it's not even well balanced though it's it's so starkly different it
0: goes around the clock it's literally it but
2: there's no round it's just it's it, it's so all-encompassing every different thing you hit and it's i'm i'm very
1: yeah and you will have to, to keep
0: letting us know like when you're coming up with new stuff too because we definitely want yeah, to hear absolutely. about that
1: absolutely yep. and like so when, when we get done I'll, I'll shoot you in uh to your email is there a better email than the one you sent me with the podcast info or, or what's the best one to send to
0: that's peter's like
2: yeah it, that one's one. fine or um we we do have the uh rtr with michelle and peter at gmail.com which like, we, we need to start plugging because we've got
0: yeah we really don't like i use my personal email for the original con- <laughs> content and then for all the zoom links we use his so it's just like oh my gosh okay. i'm like, like, we're not unorganized, but I think we forget about the, that's, that's the joint one. No,
1: yeah. Yeah. Just I'll, I'll, do, I'll, <laughs> I'll just send I'll send it to the link that you guys sent the Zoom link group. I'll, OK, I'll send, it, I'll send that you sounds uh, great. some Vimeo links. You can look at it. Yeah.
2: OK, well, John, again, thank you very much for having us.
1: And it was excited. A pleasure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And thank you very
1: much. It was an absolute blast
0: when when you do get filming that like come back talk to us talk to us about that when you're when you've got walter going and you know we want to know who you actually got cast in that and if it is your dream cast because that'd be fun if it is like i can't wait to hear
1: I'll freeman, I'll have mr
2: burns or nothing
1: yeah, no, have, I- yeah but i'll have it i'll have mrs i'll have uh mrs Mirren and mr freeman and mr burns what will we be having some uh some coffee and we'll be on your show that, that oh that, there that, you go that's, that's we can all be my chat together perfect <laughs> there you go love that <laughs> there you to go there you go
0: thank you so much again
1: thank you very much you guys have a great weekend you too